0: All right, guys, welcome to episode number 38 of the KFO show, kayak fishing obsessed. If you love kayak fishing, then there's no better place to be on the planet right now, except maybe actual fishing, uh, then right here. Guys, I got Alex Fulguera on tonight. We're gonna be geeking out on all things kayak fishing fishing kayaks what i like to do is bring people on my show who i feel like they're kind of uniquely positioned to talk about something and i believe Alix is definitely uniquely positioned to talk about fishing kayaks so i'm pumped about that bring your questions to get those ready but let's hop into some news and announcements really fast upcoming guests on the show Uh, next week we got g2g fishing good to go fishing followed by drew gregory gregory followed by the winners of the knucklehead Tournament for Team Wendell. I'm pretty excited about that. We have the Bearded Paddler after that. So I'm like booked out a month with some sick guests. But this is kind of new. I'm actually going to be a guest on a lot of shows as well. Uh, The Alex Rudd podcast on the 25th, uh, the following night on Debo's Fishing on his podcast, and actually even tomorrow. Uh, the bushcraft family asked me to come on and so this is kind of new to me like i maybe been on two live shows in my entire life and it's like three in one month so pumped about that if you're listening in from the podcast thank you so much we're getting over 70 750 listens an episode on the kfo podcast and guys i don't know if you know this but that's in the top 10 percent of all podcasts out there so i'm really pushing to get 1100 downloads Per episode. So we're on our way there. And then we'll be in the top 5% of all podcasts. So if you're out there listening in on the podcast, thank you. And also, I've asked over the past month or so, reach out to me, right? There's no real great way to kind of reach out to someone through the like podcast, through Apple or Spotify, or wherever you listen. So I've had a lot of you, probably two or three a week, reach out on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook. So I would love to hear from you. Just know you're out there. So I love to. So hit me up. All right, let's take a look at the Knucklehead Bass Fishing Tournament update. And uh, head over here to Fishing Chaos. For those of you, let me share my screen. For those of you who maybe uh, don't know what that is, right? So I am anchoring a team, and I had four one-month tournaments. And if you win one of those month tournaments, you were in a spot on my team. We're going to go down to Lake Gunnersville, Lake Wheeler on Veterans Day weekend and fish off against... Fishing with Gramps and Chad Hoover and Fluke Master and Aggressively I worked Anglers and Larry Melton Jr. and Bearded Dad Fishing. There's a, a group of us going down there and fishing off one another. And it's also going to be like three different wildcard teams. And so nonetheless, this is the last month that you want to spot on my team. So I always like to go see who the top five are. So let me share my screen with y'all. All right. And you guys should be looking at this now. All right. Top five for August. Ellis McRoberts. 101.5 inches. Dang. Look at that beast. 22.5 inches long. Woo. He's putting up some 21 and a half inches. 20 inches. I mean, top three fishes over, top three, top three bass are over 20 inches. That's crazy. And uh, we have Jacob Tomlin in second, 91.75. But keep in mind, Jake already won last month. So pretend he doesn't exist in, in, in this whole thing. Then Levi Bolgren, third place with 88.75. I'm rocking out fourth place with 84.25, and then Lost in Tackle it was on the show tonight. New Jersey, he has got 82, kind of nipping at my heels there, and so pretty excited about that. It is a, it's been a ton of fun, my first kind of tournament. Um, so we're we'll probably doing that again next year as well. So excited about that. All right, and the last kind of announcement, guys. One of the main ways the channel support is through listeners, um, through the channel memberships on YouTube. So I have three different tiers. Tier one's Water Heifer tier twos the hydrilla gorillas and then i have tier three which is the boss hogs they all get different perks that i follow through on so if you get a lot of value from the Wendell fishing youtube channel who hosts the kayak fishing obsessed live show and the podcast i'd love to invite you to be a part of that i think the lowest tier is like two dollars a month and it really just pays for things like the streaming service that makes this live show possible upgraded microphones so your ears don't bleed editing software all that stuff goes right back into the channel for you all right enough of all enough of all that Remember, this is an interactive show. Meaning, I want to hear from you. If you are on the live tonight, be prepared to bring some questions, some comments, talk with us, talk with each other. I love seeing that thing blow up over there. All right, so let me bring on my guest tonight. Thirty. Check this out. Thirty-four million views. Fifty over fifty thousand subscribers. Alex, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? I am. Yeah, I'm doing good. It's good. Thanks for thanks for coming on. I want I want to hear. I want to hear your YouTube journey, right? When did you start? Why did you start? Now, it's I, I. mean, I follow. I've been following you for a while. You kind of have a love-hate relationship with YouTube. <laughs> I've noticed
1: your uh, <laughs> YouTube hates me. <laughs> like uh, seriously, like the, the last video I put up today, I will put it on your channel. It will blow up. It's just there's something against the channel. Maybe because it's very old. I don't know. But like, tell, tell us the story. It, I mean, let's start on, there. on a good note, right? Good. <laughs> Talk about YouTube later. <laughs> so, um, why did I start YouTube? Well, I was trying to buy a kayak, and the information that I saw wasn't, like, there were, like, two or three videos. It wasn't a lot of videos. So I go, let me start a YouTube channel with the idea of doing kayak videos. But, of course, I wanted to do a fishing channel instead of, I'm like, that's what I wanted. Like, I just wanted to do fishing videos, and then... Uh, if that takes off, then I'll do cash, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, well, I, you know, I've been trying to go back in my memory banks and see how it started. Really? Uh, the, the thing that I always come back to me that I, I didn't find enough information about that kind of, but then mm-hmm. I started a channel doing fishing videos and doing tech videos. Right. So the idea came, like, I couldn't find enough information about the kayak, let's do a YouTube channel, but then right. it turned into doing fishing videos and tech videos, right? But then um, one day I flipped a kayak and it got more views than anything else. And then I started doing more videos about kayaks and now we're here. Uh, but who who do I have to blame for all this? Well, there's two people. <laughs> one was here a few days ago, Chad, and yeah. the other one is Selfinger. Uh, Selfinger, nope. Selfinger, you know Selfinger? I do no. Oh, you don't know the poor man's cayenne?
0: Oh, yes, I know. I know who that is. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's one of the OGs. Like, he started making videos when um, I think the, res- the resolution was um, 220, 120p, one of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. Hey, how is the audio? Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. All uh, right. So, so yeah, like, um, I used to fish when I was little in Cuba, like just and you know a little piece of fishing line and a hook, and I would like throw it and see the fish eat, eat it and then catch it. And I came here and I thought it was illegal to fish from land for <laughs> like for the longest. I thought it was illegal to fish from land. Like I thought you needed a boat or some kind of special permit. But then um, one time, like probably um, my my dad and his wife and a bunch of a lot of people. Uh, I came into one single house, and I needed to get out. Mm. So, too many people in the house. I needed I needed to breathe. So um, I passed by a tackle store, and I bought a rod and reel. And the same day, I went fishing, and I caught some bay fish. We deep fry it. It was nice. I go, I need to get back here. Uh, there was a little rock that it was maybe... I don't know how far it was, but it was difficult for me to get to it. I couldn't cast well enough to to put the bait where I wanted. Okay. And then that's where I started looking. Oh, how can I get over there? How can I get closer so I could cast? And I didn't want to buy a boat. You know, I had nightmares with boats. So the logical thing was a kayak. And the one person who was promoting them a lot was Chad. And his show on World Fishing Network. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah not 2013 14 one of those years so that's how i started uh, pretty much i wanted to buy the kayak that he was using you know wilderness system oh. i1 one, 135 the commander but i just couldn't buy it i didn't have the money okay so i ended up buying a lifetime kayak and that's how i started
0: <laughs> nice so and you have been flipping kayaks ever since so i noticed on your show not in your show. oh, I guess in, on your channel that you were at ICAST last month, and yeah. I had Hoover on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he gave me his take and his kind of thoughts on it. And uh, I would love to hear yours. So you were there. For those of us who were not there, like what? What was? What are all your takeaways from that?
1: Okay, so I guess it was super slow this year because nothing really new was announced. Old Town announced a something that is really good. It has a lot of potential, but they they made it up. They made a horrible mistake. They put it on an old kayak. Who does that? Like, who, really, who does that? Brand new technology. Nobody has it, and you put it on an old kayak? Like, that's just asking for trouble. So, I mean, I mean, you can look at that. You could search YouTube right now. They're, those videos don't have a lot of views. Why? Because people already seen the kayak. Nobody's going to pay attention to it. It doesn't matter what kind of engine it has. People already saw it. It's not new. It doesn't. It's not going to get attention. So, that was the only... Real new thing, right? The other thing was the Titan X, but uh, I don't know. Like people don't care much about Titans or Native watercraft. Like, Uh, hurt, hurt hurt a little bit.
0: I own an, I own a Native. I
1: care a little bit. (laughs) A little, but like (laughs) people only want to want Old Town, Haley, Ken, Colby, and for some reason, Feel Free. Okay, (laughs) they love those guys, and. They weren't. They weren't there. Hobie wasn't there. Feel right. free wasn't there. Old Town had nothing new, basically, because the EPD again, it's just, it looks the same. It acts the same. just that its power, right? They they made a big a big mistake. They should announce a new, brand new kayak with a new technology in. It. Okay. But whatever they, I mean, they probably know more than me, so they, maybe they know what they're doing. I don't know. <laughs> hey,
0: it's all good. I asked for your opinion, and that's what you gave. So I I respect that.
1: It's all good. Now, uh, other than that, um, for kayaking, it was very slow. But, um, I think it was a good show for a lot of people. Like, people love to go there and hang out and just talk with people in the industry that I only get to see once a year.
0: Sure.
1: And, uh, I've seen some videos that actually took off. It was a guy that had like 700,000 views on, on a video just, just going around and saying hi to people and showing what they had. Yeah. So, there's interest for that. It's just that it wasn't there for kayaking this year. Hmm. Um I mean for something. Last year I got like four hundred thousand views in about two weeks from Icos. Okay. Since this year from from July, eighty thousand.
0: <laughs> YouTube does hit you. <laughs> um well, I've been yeah, looking well, over
1: here. Good. I've been looking over here thinking that my camera is here and it's actually here.
0: Yes. Yes. Welcome to the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's on the yeah. other side like i'm looking at this dot here that looks exactly like a camera and people are probably thinking crazy
0: Every, everybody on okay. the podcast was like, let, i have let, no clue what you're talking about but hey everyone on the live let is, me see oh, yeah.
1: okay better now see great
0: <laughs> uh so really quick you're talking about ICAST, and there's probably a lot more to talk about but you said you know you said that hope he wasn't there feel free hmm. well there's a bunch of companies not there and, Jackson wasn't there yeah why in your opinion were they not there or do you know Why? Why? Simple money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, these are rumors because, you know, Kobe is owned by a guy with a big pocket now so he could sue anybody. So, just rumors, Mm -hmm. you know? So, they let go of what, a third of their workforce. They are going to start producing kayaks in Mexico, right? They're cutting back on warranty claims. Like, now they're being more Rigorous, like, oh, how are you storing your kayak? How are you doing all this stuff? Trying to blame the consumer, right?
0: Well, I, I watched that video of yours, who was yeah. actually. So we're going to, we're, we're kind of going deeper and deeper. What's, what's focused in? For those of you who have not seen that video, you had one of your channel um, subscribers reach out to you, walk us through kind of the warranty claim change from kind of Hobie's why people bought them to kind of where it's heading now in your. Well, uh,
1: according to Hobie, they still have the same rent. Um, according to them, I mean, if it's true with my own, it right? uh, You could transfer ownership of the warranty to a new buyer. Nobody does that in the industry, and they have it, supposedly. So, uh, supposedly, you still could go to a dealer and get service for your warranty, right? Like, um, they're, they're going to do whatever it takes to help you. But then you hear stories like that one, and it's not just that one. There's many stories out there of them not being like they did before, you know? Um, so uh, who to believe? I don't know. I, I think I think I know what the problem is. Um we started selling kayaks in big stores, okay, and try to walk in into a big store and ask for for warranty. And they're gonna say we don't do that here. Mm-hmm. So the kayak owner is gonna go to a small dealer, and they try to, they're gonna try to get the kayak fixed at that dealer. But that dealer didn't make any money on the kayak, so they're probably gonna refuse the <laughs> They're gonna be <laughs> like go back to where you bought it right and maybe that's where the issues are happening where before a dealer would like help the buyer right they sold a the kayak to them but now maybe they wear i'm not gonna make any money out of this why should i help you and i i would i would do the same thing i'm right. not i don't work for hobby i mean the dealer doesn't work for Hobie. so why would they lose manpower to satisfy this company who is selling kayaks through big stores you know okay. what i mean
0: yeah and so, so essentially what the dealerships are doing is saying hey i'm not gonna help you go straight to hobie and hobie can't do it because that's not how they're structured is that right what saying? now
1: all this is speculation people okay, these are rumors <laughs> these are things i heard so um i'm not a reporter i'm not investigating this i'm just letting you know what i hear
0: well, you uh, hear a lot, right? You, that's, yeah, you live, you, you live can go eat, to the fishing kayaks,
1: and so I wouldn't say you're out of the loop. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have all the details. I cannot go to, a, I don't know, file. You know, you know what I'm saying. I don't have the details. I don't have. I mean, the proof that I have are the comments and people reaching out and people saying things and all that stuff. But I can't go to a court right now and testify. Sure. That make sense. Well, to be fair. I,
0: Last time I watched that video, you actually reached out to Hobie. Did they get back to you yet? Because that was weeks ago. They didn't get
1: back to me directly, but they got back to a dealer saying exactly what I just told you, that they still own their lenses. Okay. So uh, I, you, you hear things from dealers saying that um, they're having issues, and then from other dealers that nothing is happening, everything is fine. So mm-hmm. I guess it's a case-by-case thing, right? Yeah, so. I guess so. Yeah, All I right. mean, yeah, so yeah, but um, uh, I mean, I think like if you, because uh, a part of the price that you pay for a bobby card, you're paying for the warranty. You're paying for the no question asked here, I'm going to help you. Yeah. And if that's so for just a little, then uh, why would, I mean, you're paying a lot of money for basically, oh, maybe I get help, maybe I don't get help. Like, why would you pay more? Right? Sure. So that sure. creates problems. So, uh, so yeah, so the reason why, I could right now why they were not at ICA. They don't have anything new. They don't have the people to help them set it up because they fired them. And I I think, I mean, I think Hobie Hobie has a lot of money. Like the people that own Hobie right. have a lot of money. right? But it's a business at the end of the day, and they're not going to bleed money for just bleeding money. Sure. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, we're kind of, we're trying to piece it together here. Um, but yeah. you have a lot of people and you're in it all the time so i mean i i respect i respect what you're what you're saying here All uh, right, we got some questions over here coming in uh real quick one from jeff donnelly he asked are you allowed to fish at night in the knucklehead tournament and the answer is yes you can fish at night in the morning you can you can get it done so you just got to stay within that that month period all right next question this is from a little rich question this is for you alex what was your favorite color of bait or bait in general because there were some quote-unquote new baits at ICAST, which really looked very similar to some old baits <laughs> that were out there. But nonetheless, did you see anything that kind of struck your eye? You're like, oh, yeah, that's that's somewhat innovative. Or is, just your thoughts in general.
1: Is there anything new? <laughs> there, everything is a copy of something else, right? Um, I'm a water guy, so that's what I was looking for. I saw all kinds of colors for gold, and okay. they look nice. But gold is also fresh uh, water. you could use gold for fresh water. I saw this crazy looking flying fish bait. You want you should buy one of those and try to catch a bass. That video is gonna give you a million views. I'm yeah. serious, you should do it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Those those flying things? Um uh, they're like fish that fly. Yeah, they in the fish. Pacific. Yeah.
0: They're not in the lakes that I fish, but yes, yeah, so I know what you're talking about. They'll like jump out of the water and they'll go like hundred feet.
1: Right, but the the bait has um have the wings that you could take them out and use them just like a swim bait, but they're huge and they're different. So the contrast, right? If you go with one of those and catch a bass, it's gonna be like crazy. Like people are gonna want to see it. So yeah. there you go. There you that go. Well, be a... My next idea. Yeah, people <laughs> love those videos where you put the con- you put like something that shouldn't be there, uh, like a bait that you shouldn't use in freshwater, using it in freshwater, or versus. They, they love those videos. I said on my channel because, you know, YouTube doesn't like to push my fishing videos, but that's a different story.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. I wanna ask you the question why, but I also wanna have the next half hour back. Cause I, <laughs> I can tell you're super frustrated with that whole process. And you're full-time, right? Are you full-time content no, creator? No,
1: no. I, I work um, here right now, like this is my office. Okay. I work from home and then I do YouTube when I finish.
0: Okay,
1: well, uh, or on the weekends, or whenever I have time off. I could be full time, but life—you know—I like, we just had a baby, and my wife is the one that is full time at home. So okay, um, you know, I, it's fine though. Um, but yeah, I got—I—I I could make enough money from YouTube to not have a day job, but you know, that's what happens when you have a family.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, I hear you. I'm doing the same thing, just grinding in the in the off off hours and getting it done because it's a passion project. So completely understand mm-hmm. that. Hey guys, if you got a question, if you're listening live for Alex, please go ahead and throw that in. I'll go ahead and get it asked for you. Uh, I have one here from Peter, uh, let me throw in here. Peter Ranieri fishing. What's Alex mm-hmm. think about the auto boat GPS? All right. So
1: what is it like $700 for that thing? So, what it is, is it's kind of like a, an attachment that you can turn any motor, a, a, a trolling motor, into a smart motor. Like uh, instead of buying a X-I3 or a Minn Kota uh, without a pilot, you just get a normal trolling motor. Uh, it could be $100, $200, and you attach that to it, and then you have the same capabilities. You could spot lock, you could set um, autopilot, which tells uh, drives the boat to a specific area and all that stuff. Um, I, I just I haven't used it right so this is my opinion from what I saw I would just buy the real thing because <laughs> <laughs> if you get a, trolling, a good throwing motor maybe 300 400 bucks right and then you add that you're talking about 1000 thousand, eleven hundred $1,100 right and, and and then I bet you're going to have issues so I am may as well just buy the real Trolling motor with warranty from the company, like that's what I, what I would do. But if you already have the trolling motor, you know, it it may be a good thing just to add that piece and add more capabilities to your boat. But like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Seven hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. All right, that's a good thoughts on it. I was I was going to switch the the switch up the question here. So if someone was, because this will get. 750 plus views or so on the podcast. Live it can go up to, I think we had chat over, it went up to 1300. So there's a lot of people on, right? And there's people who watch it live and then there's people who watch it for what it's titled afterwards on the replay. And yeah. so I titled, I titled this, how to select a fishing kayak. So if, if someone was looking to get, you get this question, I'm sure, all the time, which makes sense because the content you throw out on your YouTube channel is a lot of it's kayaks, stability. So if someone's looking to get in kayak for a first time, what advice would you would you give them?
1: Well, the number one mistake people make when it comes to kayaking and fishing is they buy the wrong boat. Yeah, right. How can you fix that? Hopefully, maybe you're able to demo the boat, so you should like try to demo. But that is that is not gonna tell you the whole story. I think you need to do a look at yourself, right? Doing an assessment of how you look, how big you are, what's your budget, what type of water do you fish, and then with all that information, then start looking at kayaks that fit your fishing habits and areas, and then start consuming reviews of them if you're able to test them on the water, great, and then make a decision on it, right? Because um, it's not just them, I mean, you could go and demo a kayak on deep big water and feel amazing, but then you fish in six inches of water it's not gonna feel the same way right you could get a kayak that is super heavy and huge and you sit on it and you feel amazing on the water but then you're the one who has to take it out of the water and put it back in your truck and you know it's not just demo it's more than that i mean if you're an older person like and you want a stability and you want everything right maybe the solution to that is get a kayak and also get a trailer so you don't kill your back it's, it's not a, there's not a simple answer. There's not.
0: Oh, it's a loaded question for sure. But
1: I'm sure it's a question you get often, right? Yeah. I mean... And I used to go through what I just went through. Like, so what's your budget? Or do you fish? How big are you? And that uh, back and forth takes forever. So I get to this day, a lot of messages. Hey, should I buy this cash, Should I buy that cash And I, I really can't reply to them because I will spend hours that I don't have. <laughs> you know and if I reply to one of them then it's a disservice to the others so um, you know it, I don't know, if you've probably been through it sometimes you get a lot of comments, it's really difficult to reply to all of them, so what I try to do is make videos about it and I have a few I even put a playlist on my channel that if you're going to start panic kind of fishing start here Right. So, um, and I should do more of that but um, you know I'm gonna be what I'm gonna be doing over the next four months. is I'm gonna take time off YouTube, but you won't notice because uploads will still show up. Okay. And I'm, I'm gonna film a little project that I have, and I'm gonna do a lot of thinking about the future content of this channel. But like, I mean, there's so many ways to to attack that question. There's so many answers, so many variables.
0: Okay. So well, you're rethinking kind of the direction of your of your channel then? Or what? yeah.
1: Yeah, like kayak fishing is so small. It's such a tiny niche, right? Yeah. And there's so much infighting there. That, <laughs> um, and I don't know, I have to spam. I have to have more. Spam the at the umbrella. Okay. Because, well, yeah. I,
0: I've got to so, ask you said infighting within the small niche. What did you mean
1: by that? I mean, if you're a hobby guy and you hate Old Town or the other way around. If I make a video facing Hobie, I get the Old Town people saying, oh, you're just a sold out. If I do the opposite, I get the opposite. It's like, if I flip any kayak, any kayak I flip, it's, oh my God. <laughs> the comments is like, oh, you did it on purpose. Of course I did it on purpose. <laughs> oh my this is fun. Uh, can, yeah,
0: it's. I, not. I, can, I can relate, for sure.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's ridiculous sometimes the comments that you get. So, what's, what what was... ridic-
0: what's ridiculous is one of your one of your videos that said our are, our are pedal kayak's dead. That hurt me a little bit because I love pedal <laughs> kayaks. So apparently, I didn't actually watch the video yet. You've done a couple of those. They actually got a lot of response, and maybe it's how you titled it. And uh, the original. So, Alright, what's your what's your what's your thought on pedal kayaks and what, what was your inspiration for those types so,
1: of So um, you know, nobody's gonna click on a boring title yeah, or a true. topic that is mundane, right? Like nobody's gonna click on it. So you have to make it f- exciting, give them a reason to click on it. And I was fasting for two days, right? And up to that point, the only kayak I was using that I wanted to use was the auto paddle. Okay. Has a built in trolling motor, it's the best fishing kayak you can have if you are able to use it. I mean, deep water, if you fish a lot of tournaments that don't allow it, then don't get it. But if you're fishing for fun and you just want to fish and you have deep water and there's not a heavy current, I really don't see there is any better kayak. But um, I go, like, why don't I make these videos? Are, are pedal kayaks dead? Like, would it be better just to buy a $1,000 kayak and put a trolling motor on it? Would that be a better solution? Yeah. And a lot of the videos that we make is comments that we hear, comments that we see from people. And I I was seeing a lot of comments of like, yeah, I just put a a motor on my kayak. I don't don't use a pedal drive. I I always lean towards using the motorized kayak and all that stuff. And then that video opens with, it's true, pedal kayaks are dead for some.
0: for some there you go but they're already there they're already watching so i might as well keep watching
1: <laughs> so i keep watching because they, they have to tell me how wrong i am
0: no it's solid at the end of the day we are content creators so we we try you know we don't, we don't try to clickbait but we try to get creative that's for that's for dang sure
1: well the the video delivered and at the time was that's how i felt right and and then, you know, you go through a cycle. I went fishing offshore, and I realized that I needed to have the drive as well. So, I couldn't, like, I wouldn't take my autopilot offshore. I'm going to take a pedal drive kayak with a backup motor. Mm. So, and, and, you know, things change. But um, look at what Old Town did. They put um, a motor in their PDO car. What is that telling? you? Right? <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like. Uh, I think the video was not clickbait. It delivered because it's dead for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people cannot even use a photograph tag. I mean, a Fluke Master, he can't use one. Mm. Right? So, what makes something true or not? Like, for him, they're dead. They're not going to use them. Yeah, I get it. You know? That makes
0: sense. sense. Hey, let's hop over to the comment section. we got a bunch uh, kind of piling up over here. All right. Mm. What do we have here? Anthony Vespia. Tony said... Aliex, the new PP768 trip to Chicken Key was epic on the Old Town. We were starting, still trying to get Darren to get that Bixby on his new boat. He still likes to get his exercise. I don't know, I don't know what some of that stuff is.
1: Chicken Key, I must be down from where you're at. Uh, he's uh, actually talking about I took my Salty PDL with the new big battery from Bixby. And I like a pedal assist kayak before Old Town actually made one. So I had the b in the rudder, which is way less, and then uh, I had to drive. Yeah. So that's the combination that I was talking about going offshore. I would take that over the other pipe because I know if I flip, I could easily recover. I don't have right. to worry about it. Even though those makes amazing batteries, I don't have to worry about that lithium battery because right? everything is built in with the B-speed. There's connection that are watertight. It's like It's different, it's like a more uh, perfected setup, I would say. Okay. So that's what I will use if I go ashore. And yes, it's a pedal drive kayak, but i have a motor. So, you know, uh, I guess I have that.
0: There you go. I got the Outdoor Conquest. Had a question for you, Alix. What was the hardest kayak to flip out of all the kayaks you have ever flipped?
1: All right. So the hardest kayak to flip. Is that a kayak? It's a makeup air 8.5 inflatable, have pontoons. So it's, you're going to fall down before you flip it. But that's not a kayak, right? Let's take that out of the way. So, from actually doing it on the water, the hottest one to flip was the uh, Slayer 12.5 Max. Oh, okay. And I didn't know at the time, but I think the reason why is because water got in inside the hole, like a lot of water. And okay. that should make the kayak more unstable, depending on the hole. But on this one, it made it more stable. For example, if you get water inside a hobby, a hobby Pro Angler, or a, uh, what do you call this, uh, the Jackson Nahr, it's going to help you flip faster, because the water's going to move. Okay. But I think what it did with the, the Slayer is that it filled up the pontoons, sort of. Got it. So it, it kind of like stabilize it more because of the design of the boat but before the water got in i flicked that it. it was difficult to flip um i think it's the the hardest one should be the uh unlimited yep. uh, the mm-hmm. canoe because because of the size
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the shape of the hole so yeah, that should like, be the it's like 41 inches wide yeah now i think in terms of size the most Stable kayak there is, is the SS-127. Because that cag is only 33 and a half inches wide. Right. And it's, it, if you fall it, when you stand up on it, for the size, it's probably one of the most difficult to flip. But, I mean, we're splitting hairs here. I mean, the 106 PDL, the feel-free makes a lot of cags that are super stable up to a certain point. Um, let me tell you what the easiest kayak to flip is. Hitting. The pro anglers, the 14. Is That thing is so easy to flip.
0: I, I saw you flip one in a short today, and it didn't look like you were like really trying to torque that thing over. You just kind of leaned, and it just kind of
1: went with you. Yeah, what people don't understand is that's not that doesn't make it a bad kayak, and that's not a bad design. It was pit well, it's old, so maybe they should update it. But it was perfect, perfect uh, on purpose designed that way. The kayak has really good primary stability, which is a lot, that's what a lot of people do. They stand up on a kayak, sure. but it has a super high seat. You're like sitting really high, so it's gonna be easy to just move on a little and flip and find the water because you you're sitting high. If you bring the seat all the way down, which by the uh, way I don't think you can, I try, you're still sitting high. Uh, it, it will be very difficult to flip it from the sitting position because you won't be able to. Like if you, let's say you just sit on the floor of the kayak, it's going to be difficult to flip because yeah. your center of gravity is way down there. Sure. But what yeah. people don't pay attention to is that nobody's going to fish like that. They're going to be sitting high.
0: Yeah. I like said I It makes sense to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm seeing a bunch of comments over here in the comment section and... Let's, let's talk real quick about Jackson, because when they came out with the, the Gnar, or as Fishing with Gramps just said, the not, Yeah. <laughs> real quick before, before you, you give your opinion on it, I don't think I've seen a single video where they're like, oh, yeah, this is a really great kayak. I've seen plenty of videos from people I respect who are saying like, this is not it's not a kayak for big guys, not a kayak for short guys, not a guy, it's not a kayak for anybody. So what's your what's your thoughts and opinions on the Jackson Nar?
1: I, I like it. Okay. I, think that's a, I think that's a kayak for me. Um I think that it will be easy like with the torpedo in the back and the 103 in the front. Perfect kayak for me. Um I'm under 200 pounds. I know how to use kayaks, I don't think I'm gonna flip. <laughs> uh i tried to flip it. it the first time fl- trying to flip it was difficult and i sort of found a way to make it easy um the drive didn't feel bad um, i raced it against um, uh, shear water 125 and the shear water broke basically trying to raise it <laughs> what do you mean broke <clears throat> the, the, the chains on the drive <laughs> broke That is snapped yeah because <laughs> i was putting a lot of pressure on it, well, well, it- uh, Right. I never, I never did the video because, um, like, I didn't feel like there was enough in the video to make it. Like, maybe a short would do it, but, but not, not it, it, like a full video wouldn't be a, a good idea. Got it. So, I mean, uh, to me, it's a really nice kayak. I, the time that I had it, uh, I liked it. Uh, but if if you're a bigger guy, maybe not. I mean, um, Gramps ha- had issues with it, like. Life threatening, you know, how do you say that threatening situation? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So, so yeah. Like, I mean, I, I really haven't been paying a lot, paying a lot of attention to it lately. Like, the information that I have about it is from a year ago. Okay. The t- my time with it was nice. I enjoyed. I would have one. Right. Yeah. Um. I only had it for basically six hours and film a bunch of videos. That's it. Huh? There you
0: go. All right, so you're limited, limited there. Well, really quick, let's we'll jump into some different questions here that I have for you. And one of those is: these are all kind of opinion questions. What's the best brand of kayak out there today, in your opinion, and why?
1: Right. Oh, let me let me see if they send me a check. Oh no, they, they haven't. But <laughs> you guys still looking for that. Still <laughs> so waiting from the check. <laughs> Old Town makes the highest quality kayaks. And prices now are outrageous across the The best pricing I seen right now is from Feel Free, right? And they used to be properly priced all town cats. Now they're too expensive. Mm. So something there changed. But I I feel comfortable putting my kid on one of them. What? I feel comfortable putting the neighbor's kid on an all town cat. They they're a big company. They have QC in place. They have a brand. They spent a lot of money testing their boats for years. They could have launched that EPDL two years ago or three, but they didn't because they were testing. Mm. So they put a lot of money behind um, making sure things work. And of course, everything's going to have issues. And that's why they have warranty and all that stuff. And and I bet you probably heard horror, horror stories about our warranty claim with Old Town and good story about it too, because, you know, everybody has issues. But like that's to me is the best brand. Now, like when it comes to quality and um, customer service and what you get for your money, but in terms of in terms of design, they're behind. They're lacking.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, look at the one hundred six PDL and the 120 and PDL. The I mean, they the big water one thirty two. Like that thing is so old. It needs to be updated, right? <laughs> like. Come on, it's like buying a 2007 Toyota Corolla. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's re- irre- reliable Is it, you're getting good value, but you're getting something that is old.
0: Sure. You're okay.
1: Okay. So they need to update that. Um, so yeah, but overall, if you want a high quality kayak, um, that one. Now, no, nobody. Like I was saying before, nobody cares about native. I don't know why.
0: I, but like, it might just be who you roll with, because I have a lot of people who follow my channel who love Native and love Bonafides, uh, which I, I both love.
1: And I, 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 think, I think more people care about Bonafide than Native, but Native makes, like on paper, not on paper, like, how do I say this? Like, they make really good kayaks, yeah. high quality kayaks, and they have really good design. So Native will be number two. I would say. Uh, it's just that they don't have an autopilot, so I can't give them number one.
0: So if they had, if native, are you talking bona fide or native? It's the same company. I know it's the same, but, you know, designs are a little bit different. Even Yeah, they're but they, a they over. All, they're
1: they fitting off each other. Yeah, I know. So. I, I agree. I agree with that. All right. Um, yeah, so number two will be native, um, but they don't, they don't have the boat. They don't have my boat. Um, they don't have my favorite kayak so you know for a long time the slayer was my favorite boat and then you know new things came up
0: yeah so what is the we'll, we'll flip it on you what is the worst brand of kayak out there today in your opinion brooklyn kayaks <laughs> Brooklyn, so explain how that company <laughs> operates, just for everyone out there. Because if you're looking for a deal, you're like, "Oh man, I can get a really cheap PDL from Brooklyn Kayak Company." I don't know anything about them. You probably have a lot more knowledge than I would.
1: Well, I only tested them once, and it was an Icas, and it was broken, so I couldn't even test it. But um Brooklyn awesome. Kayaks and and all these other kayaks like that, and I have videos on my channel about companies like that where they just a bunch of boats and put a label on it um things are just not like they seem good on paper but really you're not getting the quality that you would expect and prices now are high yeah. so yeah so yeah i mean there there are other companies that have issues with with quality and and their boats but what they do is like if you have a problem they just replace the 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 broken piece or whatever issues you're having, they try to help you because they know uh, they don't have the highest quality. Sure. So mm-hmm. but I mean if you even if you have the best warranty, right? Even if you know if you buy a kayak it's gonna be replaced if something happens, that may take time. Right? So you may buy a kayak, oh yeah this company's gonna replace the drive with brakes, but maybe it takes four months. So that's four months that you didn't have a kayak. Yeah it's a no go. So, yeah, but you know,
0: yeah. Well, gonna do has a comment here. Did Brooklyn just copy Hobie's pedal drive?
1: Everybody copy Hobie. <laughs> Even Hobie copy people that copy Hobie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <give it> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> so, so, um, I mean, everyone like Pelican was the first one, then um, Vibe. Copy hobby and and you got bank hunts and you got a bunch of people with the same drive.
0: Yeah,
1: and that drive sucks. <laughs> that drive is so it's like a grinding thing, right? When I use the uh, the shear water, I, I use my BSP on it.
0: Mm.
1: I went and bought a Hobie Mirage drive on my own. Like I, I bought it a brand new one, cost me almost a thousand dollars because I I can't deal with the old tech. From from those, you know, those drivers are like 20, 30 years old, the technology, yeah. right? I think what they should do is just sell the boat that is able to take a whole mirror drive and let people source their own.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Ryan Bell had a question here. Have you, what, what do you think about the Hammerhead Kayak Company? So either he has one or he's thinking about one. <laughs> Any thoughts on, on that?
1: I think I've seen some ads, but I'm not, not familiar with it. Uh, right on. Yeah, that's that's um. I mean, maybe a question for you. I wanted to stay away from all those copycats, yeah. But people always ask, so I make the videos, yeah. And that's part of the thinking where the content is gonna go. I I want to lean more to do videos with companies that will buy the kayak from. You know what I'm saying? Like I would buy a hobby kayak. I will buy an old town. I will even buy a buy pure water, like I will buy it. Feel free, I will buy a kayak from them. Right. But there's other companies like who um, do and whatever, like would I buy a kayak from them, right? Right. I I don't think I would. No. So I'm I'm thinking not covering those companies. You know, I don't have to be a master of everything, I don't have to review everything. I could just review what I want to review. Yeah. no, I, I
0: can appreciate that.
1: Um, yeah. Like, I mean, even on YouTube, you got people that only review Apple stuff, right? Or only do Android. You know, like they only do a certain thing. They don't have to review every cell phone out there. Or tablet. They just pick a niche and focus on that. Um, yeah. And, yeah. So that's something I'm, I'm going to, Probably end up doing saying no to a
0: lot of brands, you know. No, that makes and, sense. I mean, you yeah. gotta do what you like. And uh, usually, I, I curate my videos. If I start hearing the same question over and over and over again, I'll create a video on that. Right. So I can even perceive myself. Here's all of these kayak companies that I wouldn't even buy from, in my opinion. And there you go. So anytime if someone ever asks you questions about some of the off, I don't know call them off brands, but maybe even new, new to the market. Copycats made in China, whatever it is.
1: Well, everything is made in China, right? Like that's not, not. I mean, iPhones are made in China. This phone that I'm using is made in China. Like these monitors are made in China. So it'll be kind of stupid to say, "Oh, I'm not gonna buy a kayak because it's made in China," right? It's like you typing that from a phone that was made in China. Um, I don't, I don't think that. I mean, it. And also, a lot of those parts from those kayaks are not even from here. Even people claim. The, the Hobie ovens were made in China, right? So you cannot really claim that the kayaks were 100% U.S. made. So I don't know. Like I don't think something made in China is just our note. You know what I'm saying? I,
0: I guess I would somewhat agree, but mostly disagree. <laughs> most of the stuff that I see, most of these copycat kayaks, are coming from overseas they don't have qc right you're not going to get that quality control and just like we talked about earlier you're not going to get great warranties or if you have a problem with it and so i usually try to stay away i don't want to promote
1: either to you yeah but like for example five they may make it in china and they're most of the time they honor their warranties. i mean i've seen comments from people that they don't but like yeah most of the time they do so uh, like, I will be comfortable reviewing that kayak, even if it's made in China. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I if my you. problem is with a kayak that anybody could just buy 100 units, label them, and sell them, right? That's my problem. Because there's no, like you said, there's no quality control, there's nothing there. But like, if I, I, I mean, I'm not a hypocrite. Like, if my phone is not made here. So why would I not recommend a car because it's not there here like it doesn't Yeah. Yeah we we're going
0: to disagree on that one cuz I I think you're talking minorities I'm talking the majorities but that's all right we'll move we'll move along. I agree with you to a certain degree but it's all right. No everything
1: everything is um you cannot 100% agree on something cuz then it'll be stupid right? No it's uh, all good. Uh, okay. The um, the other thing is that, for example, Pelican kayaks—they're not made in the U.S. They're made in Canada. So, are we just gonna? And now the the rumor says that Hobie kayaks will be made in Mexico. Like, where are we gonna say? Not gonna buy a Hobie kayaks made in Mexico? So, who makes
0: the best paddle kayak out there, in your opinion?
1: Paddle only.
0: Paddle only. Bonafide. Okay.
1: With the SS 127. Yeah. But that's, that's a fishing kayak that you can motorize. If you're talking about a, a paddle-only kayak that is for paddling people, that's not a good kayak for them. So if you want something fast, look at the stealth. They're made in South Africa. <laughs> if you want um, swell kayaks, they they have really good paddling kayaks, really good ones. They have the scoper 12. They have the 16, I think it's 16 or 14, one of those. And they're making more. So like if you want a paddling kayak, look at one of those because they're good
0: okay who makes the best pdl are you gonna say you gonna say hobie
1: um i for the longest time i had an issue with the mirage drive um i would go too fast and like i couldn't stop it like i would just go like this and it would like affect me but then i got a tip from someone to do this like go alone do two two set of each and rest and do that, and rest. I, I, I. Back coordination, like you go, mm, mm, wait, mm, 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 like you do that. I tried to do it on the water, and I didn't lose. I kept going fast, and I was resting at the same time. All right. So that makes the Hobie Outback probably the best kayak there is for me. Yeah, for a backpack. because it it's designed. I mean, it's a fishing kayak. It's designed for fishing, I and mean, you really don't have to take anything with you. Just your rod, and you have places for everything your tackle boxes, your pliers. And if you want to put a motor on the back, it's easy to do as well. So, but yeah, so we got Hobie out back. Um, if Old Town ever makes a combination of the 136 Autopilot and the 132 Big Water, uh, maybe that'll be the best pedal track pack that you can get. But like, that's not here.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, are the. Uh, The nailing watercraft are those. They're more like boats, right? (laughs) You could you could put like twenty five motors on them. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't see a like the Titan the Titan twelve point five. I don't see that up as a pedal drive kayak. Like I was filming and I go like this drive shouldn't even be here (laughs) because it's so big yeah it's big and it's like who's actually gonna use the drive i mean only if you have to use it for a tournament right but like they're i don't they're like what they want to do with that hack is just allow you to put motors in. so yeah.
0: so if you have a question for alex we're coming down to the final moments of the show and so if you want to throw a question out there for him to answer i will circle back on that in a minute but alex um one, if I called you Alex during the show, I apologize. It's Alex, correct? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you with that your, your entire life. So I've been trying to take a mental note of that. But so we, we've come out of an interesting couple of years, right? Kind of this rise in kayak fishing from COVID. A lot of people were doing it. A lot of people bought, bought fishing kayaks. And now we're kind of on this secondary market. A lot of people selling them on the secondary market. And it's kind of, it's just weird. Would you? What would you say about kind of the state of kayak fishing right now in the industry? And in your opinion, where do you think it's going?
1: <laughs> should I make a video? Of kayak fishing is dead. Nah. <laughs> that would that would go. You know it would. Um, um, no, like this. This is what happened. Too many people that I probably should have never bought a kayak did, and they're trying to get rid of it. Right. So that creates big problems. There's too many cats out there on sale. And also, it's going to take a while for all that supplies to go away. Mm. And you could see it. I mean, you can see it on your YouTube stats. Like, um, not many people are looking for new cats. So, that, that have to... Um, my full self is thinking probably by next cast, we should be back to where we should be.
0: Okay. So, you think a full year to recover.
1: Yeah. Probably longer than that. I mean, rates, I don't know if you guys noticed, but, like, rates are super high. A <laughs> Mort- mortgage is, like, 7%. A car loan is, like, 15%. If you have back credit, you're looking at 28%. Mm.
0: Right?
1: So, you go to a to store, you buy a steak, uh, that's 20 bucks. Right? The last thing normal people want is spend their money on a kayak that is going to cost them more money. <laughs> you know, because they have to get out and go fishing and gas and all this stuff. Yeah. And accessories and things. So, it's, yeah, it's going to take a while. I mean, everything it's more expensive now. People have to make decisions on what they're going to use their money for. So,
0: do you yeah. think people, like, I feel like when I go out, and this is super subjective, I see more kayaks than ever when I'm out fishing. Like, well, 10x from years ago.
1: It, it could, it depends where you are. Here in Florida, it's really hot right now. So, you're not going to see as many people out. Mm. Um, I went to the Keys to flip a kayak last Saturday and it felt like a ghost town. Really? And just just like um, two months before, it was super busy. Back to school, all that stuff. But like, um, I think less people around here are getting out on their kayaks because it's hot. So maybe we have to revisit that in next month to see, see how that goes. But like, probably what you're seeing is um if you're gonna people think that only kayak prices went up both prices went up too Mm. and you have the gas issue so what it's cheaper is it's still cheaper to have a kayak and go fishing over it than a big boat so maybe that's what you're seeing but there is there is definitely a lot less people interested in kayak fishing this year
0: yeah yeah no I, i i get it i i don't i don't like it as a content creator around kayak fishing but uh it's still good. The community's still freaking awesome. And so right. I'm enjoying it. All right. Last call here. Mustang James. He said, hey, good show tonight, guys. Very much appreciated. Enjoy both y'all's channel and hope you have a blessed weekend. Love my old town predator, Big Water. It identifies as a Predator
1: 132. <laughs> so that's the one I poo-poo on, bro.
0: <laughs> not, a, not a fan?
1: Um, so two stories. I, I took my friend fishing on a 132 big water video and I told him look I got is like super stable don't worry about it you lean yeah. do whatever you want next thing I see, next thing I see is him like almost rolling over almost flipping on the water because the it's the same thing that the whole VPA has like it's the sea's too high you lean right. too much you're gonna flip over you're gonna roll and that's exactly what happened to one of us when we went fishing offshore he was new to kayaking healing too much he flips in the middle of the ocean mm. so um i want to feel comfortable when i'm out there i don't want to think about flipping so i wouldn't take that kayak um like to be my number one kayak like no so because I, I don't want to be like thinking oh i need to stay put i need to I need to be safe, all this stuff, you know? Like, I, I want a tank that gives me an opportunity to get back to my spot if I'm flipping over.
0: Mm.
1: But, yeah, it's not it's not my favorite. And it's... that Predator, the tank well, is very normal. So it, it don't, it's huge, but then you don't have a lot of storage. Sure. Um, the, the new one, the EPDL, they did expand it up a little bit. But it's it's not my favorite home. It's not. Mm. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the last questions I have for you, Alex, is uh, you, you mentioned that you're going to be taking a month off. Although none of us who watch four. your channel will notice, how long? Four months. Four months. Yeah. Four months. So You've been you've been getting the work, um, getting videos and getting them scheduled out. That's a lot of work to go four months. Uh, congratulations for you doing that. By the way, that's smart. Um, taking rest is what I mean. And
1: I, um, I, I won't be resting though. I'm going to be working on shooting a what I call a movie. I got, I'm outdoors to help me, uh, finance it. And I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Cause it's a big challenge. And I want to do it off a little tiny kayak. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. So my plan starting August 20 is to go fishing for a fish. And it doesn't matter if it takes four months and make it a movie. So, so you're going to get one
0: specific fish. It must be pretty difficult to get.
1: It's, um, it may be, maybe not. It's not difficult to hook it, it's difficult to land it. Got it. Um, but, um, that's the goal. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, and I only want to focus on that because when I go fishing now, it's like, okay, if I go fishing for myself, I don't have a video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, know, I know the pain. That's why I'm laughing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if I, um, and it's always like, what kind of can I take to make a video of that I can use this footage later on something? Right? It's always like that. Yeah. And I don't want that. I want, if I go fishing and don't catch a fish, fine, not a big deal. I'm going to need to catch that one fish that one time. And it, I don't have to make a video out of it until I catch it, if that makes sense. You know, okay. like, there's, I, I'm going to go fishing for me. And I have wow. four months to do it. Man, good and, for you. And, and when you do that, when, when you're having fun and, and you're enjoying it, that's when things happen. That's when you're gonna catch that tiny fish I'm trying to catch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got a bunch of a uh, bunch of questions over here: bonefish, <laughs> bull shark. Everyone's trying to guess this fish you're gonna go after. We will sharks
1: are right. easy and boring.
0: <laughs> we will, we will. Hey, Will Junkin, my man. Thanks for becoming a member tonight. Thank you so much, um, Anthony. Well, first, Gramp says uh, YouTubers don't get to fish. <laughs> I can. I know.
1: I. I, I don't either. even get to enjoy a kayak because I have to be on changing, you know, getting the next one and reviewing it and doing all this stuff. So that's part of the thinking that I'm doing. That's why I want to condense it a little bit so I don't have to spend a lot of time doing things that yes, it's fun. I like it. I enjoy it, but it's not the best use of my time. You know, like reviewing every brand out
0: there. Sure. No, I, I I like it, respect it, and uh, man, I hope you have a great time. I hope you actually accomplish your goals. Do you have any thoughts on how you're leaning when you come back to maybe a redirection of the channel? I mean, are you going to stay with kayak reviews, or are you going to move? So,
1: so we should. Uh, I'm on. Look, I don't know if you know this, but YouTube is Hollywood, right? You're competing against people that spend millions of dollars on a video. For sure. You're competing against people that have cameramen camera person, thumbnails, writers, editors, not one, but maybe five. They have they could take a trip right now and catch the biggest fish of, of a lifetime right now in a second. We don't we cannot do any of that, can we?
0: Not as fast as they can.
1: No. So the only thing that we have is putting a lot of work and effort into something, right? Do more of it. But that means you're always going to be a slave to it. So what I'm thinking of, when I come back, I'm not going to upload a video unless it's special. Okay. And my goal is to have at least one per week. Okay. And it could be the same thing I'm doing, but package in a different way. Instead of doing... 10 videos about kayak. Maybe I just do one.
0: What's your upload schedule right now?
1: Uh, right now, it's, I would try to do Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Okay, three week. And plus, yeah, sure. If, if, if there is ICAS or a trade show, um, do as many videos that make sense. Um, and that's not going to change. Like, next year, if I go to ICAS, um, I'm going to do as many videos I think I should make. Mm-hmm. If that's 10 videos, then I'll do 10 They don't have to be special videos because it's a trade show. Everybody knows you're not going to get the best audio. You're going to get things that are going to happen. You know, I cannot control the situation. But for normal videos, um, just put one up once a week that is something special that you want to sit down and watch that you cannot skip it. Like if you see that alert, you need to watch it because you know it's something good. Yeah. Right. Because right now, I mean, right now it's like you put a video up, people are probably, like, oh, it's probably just a normal video. I'm not even gonna watch it later, right? But if you train them to, oh, this guy only uploads really good videos. Like I know, if I click on it, even if I don't like the kayak, at least I'm gonna enjoy the video.
0: No, right? I get it. I'm in, I'm in fundraising, right? So I work with major donors for the organization I work with, and I always tell people I work with, if you're going to interrupt a major donor's life. Right by reading your email, whatever communication that you're putting out, it better be a freaking good one, right? Or they'll just stop opening it and stop responding. So I completely agree with you there. If you just put out mediocre content, it's not a big deal if someone misses it or clicks on it or doesn't click on it. So you got to
1: bring the heat every time. And and it's not to say that the content we produce is mediocre. It's just maybe it's too much of it. Maybe it's going to be condensed into instead of having... 10 videos on a car, just do one video, right? Yeah. And then you have all the information you need there. Um, And then you could do with the extra footage, if people really want to consume that that high quality footage, uh, maybe you put it behind a paywall and people could, you know, look into that. For sure. Um, And the other thing I'm going to do is, because everybody asks, I'm going to try to make a fishing channel successful. And it's going to be the same thing. The only video is going to go there is because something crazy happened something real, something you want to see, something that if you click on it, you're going to be happy that you did it. Right? So those are the goals. And again, I don't have to, oh my God, it's Tuesday, i got to make a video. No, no, no. If it's Tuesday and I don't have a video, not going. Yeah. Wait until next Tuesday or next month or three months from now. It doesn't matter. Only special video, only special fishing videos that has, like a a structure to them. We'll go in there. Okay. And, so that's something else I'm going to work on. So I got four months to make all this happen, you know, to have everything set up where it should be. In um, the movie, um, I already have plans about the premiere, thinking about doing a live with um, my friend that has a bigger channel and kind of like lead people into the premiere. Yeah. Movie. Maybe 10 people watching, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <clears throat> um sorry. I went to ICA's and I got a little cold and it went away, but I still have the thing from ICA. So that's what it was. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I I wish you the best. I really do. And if you get this movie out, we'll do a premiere. We'll all kind of watch it together on the live show or something. We'll do something. So congrats on getting the finance for that.
1: We could join um, a few channels. Yeah. You know, Like 15-10 minutes and just lead everybody into the premiere of that movie. Uh, You should do that too, by the way. Heck yeah. Make a a special video, get with a bunch of people to go live together, talk about the movie, the process, why it's important when you want people to see it, and then just lead people into it, into the premiere, and you're there, like an actual premiere on YouTube, and you're there answering questions. And it's kind of like a... I think it's a good idea. So, you know, I I need to get the movie... I mean, the movie's going to happen, because even if I don't get the fish, I'm going to get a lot of the fish. I if I don't get a big fish, um, I can just say I failed. Whatever. Next. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not all movies ending happy endings. You know what I'm saying? So. For right. Sure. Well,
0: folks, uh, I'm going to land this plane after a couple of comments here. I saw a Bushcraft family uh, in saying what's up. Hey, I will be on his show tomorrow. So I think I'm going to be showing that on my channel as well. And here, a couple of thoughts here from some people, uh, CC three outdoors said, Hey, been watching you since they said it'd been with you since you were flipping kayaks in your swimming pool. So you got some <laughs> people over here listening in. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Anthony said, Hey, Darren, on my ending note, can't wait to see your next DIY bro. I've learned a lot and many new accessories from the vids. Alix, you're awesome brother. So some encouragement there for you. Bass backwards. Good show guys. Thanks. Alix. So if you haven't done it yet, right, I think there's a huge disparity from your views to how many subs you have. Um, but regardless, if you have not done this yet. Head over, to, head over to Alex Channer. Channel? My goodness, I can't talk tonight.
1: It's now. To
0: I know. I rented these lips. I don't know what's going on. So it, it's, getting, it's getting late over here. But head over to Channel. Give him a sub. Watch some of the stuff. It's pretty good. Now you know a little bit about him. But Alex, thank you so much for your time, brother. I look forward to having you on again when you get this video. I'm excited for the rest you're about to get. And when you get back here and that video and that movie's done, we'll do a premiere. It'll be a good time.
1: Yeah, th- and thank you for that. I appreciate that because, I, I I mean, getting a lot of people into it, it's going to lead more people to see the, the movie. And it's going to be good. I mean, you'll see it before it premieres. So, yeah. yeah. You let me know. You let me know. This is trash. I don't want my channel where you say, oh, it's good. Let's do it. <laughs> I appreciate
0: people <laughs> who are going out there, doing new things, kind of breaking down some barriers. So, Alex, thank you for your time. Hey, everyone. See you next week. We got good to go fishing on 830 30. P.M. Eastern on next Tuesday. I look forward to seeing you. You guys have a good one.